When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Understanding Today's Narcissist. And now, here's your host, Christine Hammond. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. We have Dr. Crystal Holm back with us, and she is an old dear friend of mine. Not old, meaning old, but like just definitely I've known her for many, many years. And so I'm so excited to have her. Crystal, can you just introduce yourself for a little bit? Tell us what you specialize in your practice. Hi, Chris. It's so great to be with you today. Yes, we are old kind of college besties there for a little while. So those great memories of coming into this field. But I am a licensed mental health counselor, and I'm also an ASEC certified sex therapist, and I'm a certified sex addiction therapist. So I specialize in helping couples move from unhealthy to healthy sexuality. And I also specialize in treating trauma related to sexual betrayal, sexual addiction, so kind of all things sex is what I help couples with. And I also do three-day intensives um, for couples who maybe they're in a good place, but they want to get to a great place in their relationship. And then also I do sexual trauma three-day intensives as well. That's so great. I'm so glad to hear that. So today, what I'm really excited about, and this is going to be a two-part episode. So be looking for the second one that's going to come out after this one. But today we're going to focus on what is a sexual narcissist. And so Crystal, I'm going to kick it off to you. If you can just explain to us what that is and what you mean by that terminology. Yes. So when we're thinking about a narcissist, the way I explain it is a narcissistic person is going to have the worldview of I'm important and your only value is how you benefit me. So this is how we it shows up with what we call a sexual narcissist. This may, when you first start dating them, first start a relationship with them sexually, it may be exciting. They're going to do what we call love bombing you because they have their eyes set on getting you, right? And so they're going to appear like they're all about you. You're fabulous. They're going to compliment you. They're probably going to be one of the best lovers you ever have. Um, they are going to show up and, um, you know, want to pleasure you. You're going to feel like, oh, wow, you know, he's so into me, right? And really what's happening, though, is they're going to conquer. It's about power and control. So somebody who's a sexual narcissist, first of all, they're going to get you. Then they're going to get all the admiration from you. Because even though it can seem like, wow, they're really into me and this is really awesome, really what's happening that unfolds over a period of time is really it's all about them. So they may make you feel like it's all about you, but only to get your praise, only so that they're hearing how great they are, to hear you tell your friends what a great lover they are, um, you know, uh, 
also, once you're married to them, sometimes you don't know. And you know, a lot of people don't engage sexually until they get married. So they don't even discover this until after they're already married. Um, but yes, to start it off, they come on really like they're charming, they're wonderful, they're so attentive. But the purpose behind it is not really because they care about you. It shows up because they really want to be praised for what they're doing. So that sounds so confusing to someone, right? Like at the very beginning, you're excited. You're being able to have like pleasurable sex. You're really enjoying your life. But then there's a twist that happens, right? So like when, about when does that start happening for people? And and what does that actually look like when it switches from the love bombing to this power and control? Yes. So there's several signs that you will start to notice they may want to videotape a lot, right? So they may be focused on, I want to videotape you. I want to take pictures. And at first that might seem flattering, like, oh, you know, probably they want to watch it when they're traveling. They want to see me. They want to watch us Mm -hmm. together. No, they're really taking it to watch themselves. They're very performance-based. You may catch them masturbating in front of the mirror, They love to watch themselves. They may pull a mirror over to the bed. They're not really engaged in you, although it can be confusing. You might think that. So notice if there's a pattern of them focusing on themselves. Notice also when they're being sexually with you, do they start to become demanding? right? So they they start to tell you they want it a certain way. You'll notice that they'll start telling you you're not doing that right, or you're not doing this right, or move it over here, or do it this way. So you can start to feel very uh, insufficient, right? A lot of times people who are having a sexual relationship with someone who's narcissistic will start to really feel bad about themselves, start to have body image issues. You'll notice if you ever bring up something that you want different, Oh no, that gets shut down right away, right? They're going to tell you, well, that's because you're, you're twisted that way, or you don't really know what you're doing, or, or that's because you're, uh, you're too tired, or, you know, they're going to make up something wrong with you if you ever bring up something that they may need to do different or that you want to be different. Because again, they know everything. So another thing you'll notice to identify if they're a narcissist is I recommend to all couples, After you have a sexual encounter, talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. What did it feel like? Talk about what you liked. Talk about what you don't like. Really grow your intimacy as a couple in that way. Talk about that experience. You'll notice if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, they don't want to talk about it. They do not want to Mm -hmm. talk about it because they know everything. They don't need to learn anything. Wow. You don't need to point anything out to them, right? They know it all. They don't take feedback well, right? No, not at all. That's such a good point. They do not take feedback at all because they're the expert. They're the greatest. Mm -hmm. They know everything, right? They're all very performance-based. And so they don't have the capability to have empathy for you. It can start to really cross over into abuse. I'll give you several examples from clients that I've actually seen. So I have a client who she would be using the restroom. And he would walk in while she's sitting on the toilet and pull his penis out and want her to perform oral sex on him. And she would, you know, at first she'd kind of joke like, what are you doing? You know, get out of here. No, he kept coming back. No, come on, do it. Come on. You know, you like it. Come on. You want to do it. Come on. She would say no, no, no. And then he would pressure her and finally she would do it. Mm. Um, One time I have a client who was grieving the loss of her mother and she was crying in bed. 
And instead of him comforting her, he started to have sex with her, right? No empathy, no consideration. Like, what are you in the middle of doing? What are you experiencing right now? They really don't care what's going on with you. If they want a sexual encounter, they're going to push for it. They're going to ignore you. And then they'll do things like make little jokes or be demeaning to you, right? So when she comes out of the restroom and she says, you know, leave me alone when I'm going to the bathroom. Don't do that again, right? He's like, oh, come on. It's just fun. You're a prude, right? He'll make fun of her. Um, The woman who was grieving in the bed, he said, I was just trying to comfort you, right? They do what we call gaslighting. And gaslighting is basically a term that just represents, I'm trying to change your perception of reality. Mm -hmm. So she knows she's laying in the bed grieving. She's not feeling well. She just needs comfort. And he's trying to change her mind to go, oh, no, what he just did to you was a really great thing. Right? So those are signs you start to look for um, when you're in a relationship with a narcissist. Another thing they'll do um, is they will really want to pleasure you. Like it's really, really important to them that you have an orgasm, right? And you'll think, oh, well, they really want to pleasure me. So why right? is They that? don't. Why, <laughs> they why really just, yeah. yeah. And they'll push it. Sometimes, Chris, they'll push it several times to get you to orgasm multiple times, or they'll say, oh, I want to pleasure you before you pleasure me. It's because of their performance. So that mm-hmm. you're constantly giving them that feedback Oh, you know, you're such a great lover. Oh, you always put my needs first. So they're measuring their own performance by how many orgasms you have. Yes. Yes. Got it. Yeah. And it's almost like you better have an orgasm or there's something wrong with you. So oftentimes I will have women tell me they just fake an orgasm to make him happy. So if you catch yourself, yeah, like, I'm not enjoying this, but I know he'll be upset with me if I don't have an orgasm, right? That's a sign. Yeah. Yeah. So, so as we're talking about this, um, it, it struck me that like the, the person on the receiving end, and and we keep referring to the narcissist as him, but we both know, and I just want to make sure that I remind everybody females can be narcissists as well as males. Yes. Yes. It isn't just a one way street, but for the purposes of our discussion today, we're going to refer to the narcissist as being male just so that we can continue having the conversation. So, so as we're going through this, what occurs to me is that the, the female in this case on the receiving end must become very insecure, um, as, as their performance is constantly questioned and demeaned and probably gets to the part where they're like almost withholding sex. And so then what happens in situations like that? Well, if you are in a sexual relationship with a narcissist, you don't get to withhold sex. You don't get to say no. You know, when I see couples, one of the things that I always encourage them to do in healthy sexuality is we have to provide a safe place for both of us to say no without being punished and not Mm -hmm. take that as personal rejection, right? But when you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you're not allowed to say no or you're going to pay for it. You learn very quickly. When they want a sexual act and you say no, they're famous for pouting, being in a bad mood, giving you the silent treatment. They'll even become aggressive. They'll slam things. But you know you're going to have to give them what they want. Here's a classic 
a very wow. classic thought that people will have is, Ooh, if I want him to be happy, I better have sex with him and then he'll be happy for a while. So it's almost like they get you into this pattern. Let me just have sex with him to make him happy because when he's not happy, it's so difficult. So anytime as a woman or a man, you feel like I'm having to have sex to keep somebody happy. That's a big red flag that not only are you in a relationship with a narcissist, but you're probably being sexually abused by that person. So what I want you to do for just, and we only have like a couple minutes left, but what I'd love for you to do real quick is like talk about healthy sexuality so that we have a strong contrast between what we've discussed today and like what we would consider to be appropriate or normal. Yes. Healthy sexuality is where we have a strong emotional consideration and connection. There's mutual consent. You're able to bring something up negative and not be punished for it. You're able to say no and not be punished for it. You're able to make a request. Um, you're not being belittled or being attacked or demeaned um, with comments about sexuality. So, and you feel that you have arousal and you get to have a say in the acts that you do sexually and what you want and what you don't like. So there's this mutual consent and mutual value for both people in the relationship. Great. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us today, Crystal. I so appreciated your insight. It was very helpful. Oh, you're welcome. So good to see you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Understanding Today's Narcissist with Christine Hammond. For more information, visit growwithchristine.com. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.